Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 5 of For Fit's Sake. This is our bonus Christmas episode. We're getting a lot of questions in around this time of year to the gym to do with social occasions, eating around Christmas, home workouts. So myself and Rudd are going to sit down and talk through some strategies that you can apply. We're also going to have a little bit of fun talking about our goals for the new year, trying to get some input from you guys and share with us. And we also got a special guest for the Fitness Forfeit, Mike South. Let's get stuck in. So here we are, Christmas week. Welcome to the bonus episode where we're going to talk about how to make better choices over Christmas, some home workouts. I'm joined as always by Rudds. Season's greetings, folks. Father Christmas himself. Rudds, how are we doing? Are we uh, looking forward to Christmas? You getting in the spirit? Absolutely excellent. Um, Can't wait. Feeling very festive. Feeling very festive and uh, feeling very festive because we have our Christmas party coming up this week. I think that could be even more festive, yes. Oh, that would be phenomenally festive. <laughs> uh, no one knows what's happening. I like to surprise everyone with the Christmas party. Uh, you've been told to bring passports, driver's license, everything. So are you ready for anything? Any any, any thoughts on what could be coming at you? Uh, it's kind of like when you do a really hard workout. You're better off not thinking about it. I think I it's agree. just whatever it is, I'm going to do it kind of mentality just get it done serve you well exactly just put me in there I'm going to swim that's the mentality or sink also, I, I believe I can. It'll be good. It. There's a, yeah. just yeah, no, it's good. There's be some activities. It's gonna be great fun. Uh, obviously, everybody having a couple of great weeks in the gym coming up to Christmas. Uh, good to see this year, probably more than previous years. I'd like to think in some way it could be linked to the podcast, but uh, people definitely coming in, kind of losing that all or nothing mentality a little bit. Have you noticed that in the last few weeks? People are just kind of completely shutting off for Christmas. They're still working on making better choices in the rolling. Definitely, and one of the really good things is happening now is people are talking to us about what they've got going on outside of the gym um, part, part of that is maybe just us chasing people up on attendance you know but then people go and look my kid's sick I can't make it or whatever no big deal okay hope he feels better just tr- try and get this home workout done or try you know like no pressure coming when you can or even I've had a few people come up to me and say um, I'm going out and i got two client evenings tonight this week or p- staff parties um, I was thinking of coming in to do that session and then I can go well actually don't come in the next bother, day yeah. if you're going out the night before you're not going to get much out of the session and you're going to feel worse for the rest of the week because you'll have no sleep and stuff so I think that that's really good as well when people are, are open and talk to the trainers about what's going on with their social occasions because then as a trainer you can go okay I want you to do this but maybe do a little bit of this this might be a smarter option instead of uh, something I definitely have seen over the last few years coaching people is people trying to burn the candle at both ends so going out having late nights with clients having late nights with staff parties and then coming trying to train at six in the morning and then what you see is they'll get sick two three weeks into january because they're yeah. trying to finish all the work or they'll get sick in that session yeah, they'll get <laughs> sick in that session but i think that's really something that's where people are trying to do more work than normal to finish up early for christmas then going out and having late nights and then coming in and trying to train as much as they normally train cramming it all in so, something's gonna give so i think definitely we're starting to see that where people are getting rid of that all you all or nothing mentality and um trying to train a little bit smarter and plan around 
what's going on in their life. Yeah, because you can't cram it all in. And that's if you're listening to this and you're in, I would imagine, you know, 95% of the country is in a similar boat at the minute where there's huge social pressures around Christmas. There's all these kind of things going on. Like, don't try and do it all. Enjoy things that you've got planned uh, be making smart decisions in between whether it comes to your food or alcohol or your exercise just be smart in what you're doing enjoy yourself and just plan and prioritize what needs to happen if you if you're still working on you know really specific training goal yeah you can't be going out three four nights a week if it's a time where you take christmas to relax a little bit do that don't don't do both like relax don't try slam yourself in the gym to punish yourself for it there's no there's no punishment attached to these things and that's where kind of being really consistent with your choices throughout the rest of the year allows you to enjoy this period of time a little bit more without that sort of falling off the wagon mentality i think one really simple example of that would be say for instance you normally do three workouts a week but you have two or three client engagements or parties in the nights. Instead of trying to fit in that third workout Monday to Friday, you could just do the two on the mornings where you're getting a full night's sleep. And yeah. then just go for a Sunday, go for a run, do a home bodyweight workout for half an hour. So you're not, like you said, you're not giving yourself a pass and just, you know, oh, go and I'll start again in January. Yeah. You're still doing the same amount of work, but you're just being smarter and going well this is really my situation at the moment i'm just going to take a little bit of accountability here and move stuff around and do it on the day when i'm fresh and uh, then you know you, like you said you can still enjoy the opportunity to go out and have fun with your friends and have fun with your colleagues and still keep up your training yeah smart and much more enjoyable as well um obviously we're going to talk loads about home workouts we've got some really good examples and we'll have a bit of fun with that later in the episode um but obviously christmas coming up what are you up to for christmas oh i love christmas uh i I really do my plans for christmas is when we finish here in the gym on the 22nd obviously christmas party christmas party then i'm going to catch up with a good few of my friends who I used to play rugby with who we don't see anymore because um, they live in different countries and because of different commitments. So that normally happens on the 23rd. So I'm really looking forward to catching up with those boys and seeing them again. And then after that, it's just family time. So spending time with the family, uh, myself and Sarah, we take a trip down to Kerry for a few days. Um, awesome part of the world. Awesome part of the world. Get out, go for a few walks, do a bit of training, eat good food and watch a lot of Netflix probably, do a lot of reading and spend time with people and just kind of hang out. It'd be Decompress. cool. Decompress, nice, yeah. 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 you what are your plans uh, I'm back home to Kilkenny similar kind of plan uh, Christmas party I'll be shooting home on the 23rd I have the usual catch up with all the schoolmates it's actually kind of 10 year reunion for Christmas uh, this year that's going to be good fun and then uh, chill with the family a couple of trips up and down the country rugby training over Christmas doesn't stop uh, and I'm actually going skiing going skiing for New Year's for a few days so we had Brad's on there on the last episode talking about how he did his knee so uh Hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, a lot of rugby to be played in the new year. But uh, yeah, really looking forward to just a nice few days. Uh, hit the slopes. I'm pretty bad at skiing. But I'm learning. I'm getting better. And uh, oh, yeah. enjoy the après ski environment. Should, should be great. Fantastic. Um, what do you, like in terms of, we touched on there, but if you could kind of say, what would be your most enjoyable parts of Christmas? 
Uh, the food <laughs> no yeah. no like really it's it's people like I love being around people uh, catching up with people who I haven't seen in a long time uh, mates from school like it's, it's some guys you don't see for a year maybe even two years if they're away or whatever so I'm just really looking forward to catching up and being around people and having lots of laughs um, just having a lot of fun I, lo- I love laughing and meeting up with people so that's that's on the top of my priority list is to laugh a lot over Christmas sounds like a plan what about you in terms of me obviously that the biggest thing is just spending time with people that I don't get to see as much Um, but one thing I really enjoy about as you know is during the year I try and schedule everything quite diligently and try and have a plan and try and make sure that I'm sticking to it it's like Anchorman for anyone that's listening Rudds has got his online schedule He's got everything in there. If I put in, uh, like, go walk around barefoot on his schedule, he'll go, I don't remember writing that, but he'll do it. Exactly. who put the question mark on the teleprompter? It's the exact same thing. So that's something that really helps me during the year is having things scheduled, have a clear timeline for things to keep me on track. But one thing I really enjoy about Christmas is not having that. So just having a week where I kind of do what I feel like doing and taking more time over stuff. So, for instance, um, say if we're having a coffee together, it's not having to be somewhere the next while. We could have a coffee. Cool. Do you want to go get some food after this? Or or, I'm going to go do this. Do you want to go do that? Yeah. I really, really enjoy that. And also just gives you a bit more time to kind of reflect on things and look back and uh, maybe plan and start planning for the next year. So that's something I really enjoy about Christmas as well, that uh, fluidity of schedule. Nice, being more spontaneous. Yeah. Like you, you kind of mentioned it there, but focusing on what's coming on the line, it's a great chance to, like it's very hard when people tell you to refocus yourself or you know, redefine your goals for the new year. That's something that everybody tries to do at Christmas. And like it's difficult. And if you put like a, this is an exercise I have to do. I have to sit down and go, right, what am I going to do next year? What are my goals for my personal life, my fitness? my business whatever it is that's a difficult thing to do so like I would be very similar to you in that regard where I do that over like a two or three week period at Christmas I don't have a deadline where it has to be done by by New Year's Eve I need to know exactly what's going to happen I just like to spend that that week or two to go right you know what's gone really well this year like take the business for example what's gone well with the business this year Um, you know we got the podcast up and running we've opened a new gym we've done all these things but what do we want to do going forward what things are we really passionate about that we we want to tie in and make happen and you just have time to reflect on those things instead of thinking right this has to be done by this date and we you get a much clearer picture of it and like that's a good time to mention some of the things like for next year what we want to do with the gym is uh obviously more of the podcast we're loving the podcast um seminars education stuff that we really wanted to tie in for the last kind of two years but again like we talked about there's no perfect time to do it so trying to think over christmas about what way to tie all that stuff in it'll be really enjoyable for both of us and uh what what about you is there anything you can think of for new year that you're really looking forward to i think the obvious things like you're talking about there in terms of the new things as in the seminars we're kind of getting into that field now so obviously we've got Ben Coomber coming over and he's going to be talking on the 3rd of January kicking off our trans- cool dude for anyone who doesn't know much about him check him out yeah and kicking off our transformations um, so like that that for me is really really cool because when I started in the industry he, his podcast was the one I listened to to get nutritional advice so now five years down the line to have him come into FFS and speaking, that's like just really kind of quite surreal. Things you don't think will happen. Yeah, it's yeah crazy, things you it? don't think will happen. So, and I'm really looking forward to the opportunity of learning off him because for myself, 
I've learned an awful lot in the last year about nutrition coaching, um, and I've had the I've been blessed with the opportunity to be able to coach a lot of people through FS Nutrition, our online year-long coaching program, through our first transformation challenge that's just gone now. We had Brad's and Sarah on in the last podcast, so definitely check that out. But I've been blessed with the opportunity to coach people and learn from that on top of the education that I've done for the five, six years previous. And I really feel like I'm starting to gain a good wealth of knowledge and become a better coach in nutrition. But now to have someone who's five, six, seven years down the line further than me, and he's going to come in and talk at the gym, I'm so excited to sit down and listen to him and be a student of what he's teaching and then bring that back and put it into what we're doing and further refine and make all our nutrition practices might be two, three, four percent better than they are now. Um, and I'm also excited just to get the chance to talk to him and ask him a few questions on things and kind of get his viewpoint on things and see it from a different set of eyes. Um, you're, you're going to have the opportunity then to like similar kind of seminars yourself like afterwards. That's going to be really cool for you hosting nutrition seminars yourself later on. Yeah, definitely. And then for myself, just been having the chance to do the same on the 10th and kick off another group, our second group for the transformation. So we're splitting it for two dates just to give people a chance because when we sat down to discuss the timeline we were like the third will be a really good time for some people but some people uh, might be away be skiing like skiing, me Dawson. like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. skiing yeah and well why don't we do it a week later and we'll just kind of stall it and have a second group so we got the second group so i've got the opportunity to speak then and i'm really looking forward to that um to be able to convey what we teach in an hour and try an hour and a half and try and make it fun as well yeah, try yeah. and make it entertaining um aside from that what i'm really looking forward to over the the next year is just seeing the team grow again if you kind of we had um if you look back and you look over the last year how much the team has grown new people coming in how much growth has come in from our coaching team um and you see people just coming on leaps and bounds so i'm really excited to see that in the new year seeing a lot of the project the guy projects the guys and ideas that the guys are working on coming in so yeah i'm really excited to see where we can go in the next year as a coaching team that'll be something else as well yeah it's gonna be amazing no, it's gonna be really cool uh that's that's the same kind of stuff for me i'm really excited to see how how we just keep pushing the boundaries with the gym trying new things especially on the nutrition side of things linking in with obviously the physio practice and yoga uh improving how we work on our movement training with our movement and mobility classes animal flow uh, it's an exciting time and christmas is just it's a great time to to not be under sort of pressure to reflect on these things and just sit organically think how these things will tie together it's uh yeah it's really enjoyable and that's kind of why we're doing a podcast as well is to you know we're trying to figure out ways to reach more people and to help more people and you know this is this is what we're doing week in week out now with the podcast yeah just another chance for us to share our views and hopefully they help some people and even for ourselves being able to talk about it so with regards to the nutrition i've gone out and done a number of nutrition talks over the last two years and sitting down and writing the content for the transformation uh, the three lessons a week so 36 lessons the more time you spend trying to express what you believe is going to help people the more you formulate it organically as you said and then the more you do it, the more clear you become on, oh, this is the stuff that's really going to help someone. So I think every time that we or anyone has a chance to 
formulate what they're doing and why they're doing it. It gives you a clearer picture of why you're doing it. Well, and from doing the podcast, like obviously we're getting loads of really, really good questions and in the reviews on iTunes and stuff. So like if you're enjoying the podcast or if you want us to touch on anything, leave us a comment on the iTunes review, send us an email to podcast at FFS or get us on Instagram. But a lot of the questions that are coming in, obviously Christmas specific, um, you know, things like social occasions, drinks, what type of alcohol to consume, overeating, I tend to binge at Christmas with mindless eating, a lack of activity, I find it really hard to cram in workouts. I don't want to oversimplify things, but for the sake of something like this where it's a podcast, like we can be quite simple and then flesh the ideas out that we're talking about. So like if I was to give you an opportunity to give like one word answer or one phrase answer Rods, uh, to each of these, what would it be? So how do people combat these situations? Number one, social occasions. Make better choices before, during, after and enjoy them. Perfect. And with alcohol, drinks? Again, better choices and enjoy it. Yeah. And then people are talking about overeating around Christmas. Slow down. Just take a second and think before you eat. When you're eating, just eat a little bit slower. And the other thing is try and eat to 80%. You can always go back up and get some more turkey you can always go back up and get a second plate or you can always go back up and get a bit of cake you don't have to eat it all in the one sitting straight away and if you give yourself 20 minutes to let your hunger signals kick in you'll get a better gauge of what your body needs and that's kind of same thing with like mindless eating why, why do people end up doing that and have mindless eating fits throughout christmas and then negative attachments to them afterwards i think a big thing is that Food is so readily available. So the big thing loads of people saying to me this week is I'm going to eat a tin of roses as a joke. But you see it happen all the time. There's a tin of roses there. You're watching the TV, so you're not actually focused or cognitive of what you're doing. The hand goes in, you take a little bit. The hand will go in, you take a little bit. So um, And then you're two boxes down before you know it. Two boxes deep before you know it. So with mindless eating, I think it's just staying present and staying checked in with what you're doing and asking yourself do I actually need this? Why am I eating it? Why am I eating it? And um, as you're eating it, going, have I had enough yet? Yeah, and then for the lack of activity part? I think move more. Whether it be home workouts or just go for a walk. Instead of, if you're not under the time pressures that you would normally to drive in somewhere, you can walk to meet your mate. Even if it's 25 minutes, they all add up over the day. Yeah, yeah, especially around Christmas. So, so if, kind of, if you wanted to flesh those things out, like with the social occasions, uh, like I know I've got tons of clients who they have those social occasions that they're things that they look forward to all year. Like what I would say to them is, you know, enjoy those occasions, but don't let, uh, you know, one night out or one lunch with your mates for having a few pints. That doesn't have to turn into a whole weekend of, of bad choices just because you've had that, that one meal that probably wasn't perfect. Like if you've budgeted for it and it's allowed and it's something you look forward to, why attach that negative side to it? But unfortunately, that's something we see with a lot of people. You, you get a lot of that with your clients as well. So one thing we've been talking about as a group on um, FS Nutrition Coaching this week was uh, the treat mentality. So a lot of people would say, oh, I'm having this food as a treat. And I've actually seen that and I'm trying to get people away from that. So never describe the food as a treat. The reason being is... Because it's something that you reward yourself for, for whether it be working hard, whether it be doing extra training, whether it be a treat because you're down in the dumps so you had a bad day and then you eat that. 
it's just food or it's just a few pints. That's all it is. So just treat it as such and enjoy it. And then... Uh, because cause if you think of some, one thing as a treat, there's surely a flip side to yeah. that where something's an, a negative. You're restricting yourself all the time. So what, what we're saying is don't think of them as a treat. They're a few pints with your friends. They're going out and having the three-course meal. But as Rory said, where it's... So if you just get away from thinking it as a treat, it's just what it is. It's just a few pints. It's just a bit of food. Um, and so once you do that, that kind of removes a lot of it. But then the other piece to that that Rory said was the fact that you don't let a few hours turn into a whole weekend. So what the simple tip that we've been giving people over the transformation and also in the coaching online is if you're going to go out, plan ahead, like Roy said, something you're looking forward to, staff party, really looking forward to this. So what you do is eat something healthy before you go out. So have a healthy meal prepared and or even just if you're going for dinner, have the healthiest thing on the menu for the dinner. Then have a few drinks. And before you've gone out, have your breakfast made for the next day. I think that's a really, really positive thing. So when you're leaving, you've made a commitment to eating healthy the next day. So you wake up in the morning and no matter how much you've enjoyed yourself, if you had four hours sleep and you had the best night of your life and you're not feeling too hot in the morning when you wake up, you can still get up and eat something healthy, whether it be some overnight oats, uh, whether it be a super shake, whether it be some eggs. And you just get back on the track. That's one good positive choice after we uh, wipe the slate clean. And then we're back on track and we're kind of feeling like we've got momentum going again instead of um, waiting till Monday to get back on track. Yeah, and that, that negativity, that's a really good thing that I kind of work on one or two of my clients who find that really tough. And are like, I don't like overnight oats, I don't like shakes. And I'm like, what do you like? And they're like, well, I like eggs and salmon. I'm like, right, perfect. Just put two eggs or three eggs into a bowl, not cracked, just put them in the bowl put it in the fridge have a bag of spinach next to it have some smoked salmon next to it and have some nice mccain bridge bread or whatever sitting on the countertop when you come home it's looking at you in the face the second you open the fridge you make the eggs you eat your bit of smoked salmon you're back into the habit straight away it doesn't have to turn into four or five bad days and you might have just for example people who've got two days in a row where they've got social occasions over christmas at least the meals in between that you have control of you're you're eating them yourself you're eating healthily it doesn't have to turn into six or seven meals in a row are ones that aren't optimal for your goals and just like you said when you're in restaurants there's lean protein on every menu if you're going to a half decent restaurant there's going to be sides of vegetables there's going to be better options for carbs that aren't chips and you know you don't have to eat the bread that's put in front of you if that doesn't match your goals you don't have to eat those things you're in control of what you put in your body definitely and just to give people one sentence that I learned from, I picked it up from Mike Dolce, but it could have been from someone else. A lot of these things get passed around, but say to people all the time, lean, green, and clean. Order lean, green, and clean. So like Roy said, there's always lean protein on the menu. So proteins, your steak, your fish, your chicken, and lean meaning if the side, if there's a sauce, ask for the sauce on the side. So you can just put on half of the sauce or whatever it might be. Um, green, means you order an extra side of greens salad or any other vegetable and clean means clean burning carbs so like roy said if there's chips excuse me can i swap the chips for a baked potato for the mash for um whatever it might be rice it could be any kind of better source of carb and then like you said you're controlling the meals in between and you're making a better choice they add up they really do add up i know for myself even like it's something i would have 
struggled with maybe a couple of years ago before we had as many clients in the gym I'd, I'd really you know go to town on myself over Christmas I'd really try and enjoy myself but I would see the effects that that takes in building back into January uh, it takes longer to get back into the swing of things the meal prep might be good for a few weeks coming back in and just it's that negativity I've got surrounding oh, I haven't eaten one healthy thing in a week whereas if you just had one of those meals a day you're going okay well you know at least I've been having one of those things it's like a consistent habit if you're just doing it all the time it's easy to turn one healthy meal into two healthy meals and then three healthy meals the following week and you're right back into the swing of things moving in the direction that you want to be going um, and then with drinks it's probably similar like everybody wants to know when their messaging is in what should I drink should I drink vodka and soda should I drink pints of Guinness should I drink this I think it's it's being present like you're talking about which is difficult on a night out but understand how much you're drinking and like i i think like supplementing them with water is a really good thing to do so if i've had i'm going to be having a few pints at the christmas party uh after i've had three or four pints i'll make sure i have a pint of water if for no other reason then like after three or four points i'm going to be feeling merry regardless if i have a fifth pint or a pint of water it's the same thing i'm still going to be feeling fairly merry i can go have my fifth pint if i want then after my pint of water i could keep going that way but if i keep breaking it up it gives me the option to to stay on that level for a while without going a little bit too far i've heard some people um talk about if you drink spirits there's less calories in it um and again it's no one approach will work for everybody um but it doesn't have to be like that so like if you're not having that many nights out of the christmas and you're picking your times and you're making better choices around those times for me personally i enjoy drinking beer uh for many reasons one i enjoy the taste of it far more so a nice pint of guinness a nice you know corona or whatever it might be you like a corona i do love a corona um but then the other side of it for me i'm a lightweight i don't really drink much that often so if i'm going out and i'm trying to skimp on calories and drinking uh spirits i'm gonna end up in a bad bad way very quickly so uh, those eggs won't be getting eaten in the morning those eggs won't be getting eaten in the morning i'll be going home going home very early so i think there's no one approach that will work for everybody you just make better choices and for me i'll just drink beer it won't be that many nights out over the Christmas. And like Roy said, I'll keep the water one to keep me on the night out so I can actually stick whatever stick the, with the lads. stick with the lads and hold my head high at the end of the night. But two, it's, it's going to help you feel better in the morning and it's going to um, slow you down a little bit. Yeah, as well. help you, it does help you keep making better choices throughout that period. Um, overeating, you're talking about eating a bit slower. You're talking about eating to 80% full. Why? Talk, talk us through that. So what happens, we see a lot with people, is they get so fixed on calories. And again, there's no one-size-fits-all to nutrition. Some people will do very well counting calories. But the only thing is you do have to weigh your food most of the time or you do have to have a really good gauge on what your portion sizes are to get an accurate gauge of count of your calories. And then also when you're going out to eat at a restaurant, it's very hard to know what someone's actually putting in to that. You, you could be, again, miles off with your calculations. Yep. So if you're looking to lose fat or lose weight or just maintain, then eating to 80%, that stops you overeating on your calories, thus gaining body fat. Um, and then the other thing is it kind of takes you out of that that binge mentality or that treat mentality when you're eating something that doesn't match your goals so you don't have to have an all nothing you can't have a dessert so say for instance the example of 
uh, Christmas Day or Christmas, you're going to eat. You get it. You don't have desserts. You restrict yourself, and then when it comes around, when you chance to get a, get a chance to eat a dessert, you eat like four or five pieces of it, and you feel like muck because uh, you've just overeaten. Because it's like this is a treat. I'm going all out, and I'm, I'm gonna, going to town on this. I'm going to really treat myself instead of going. It's a piece of cake. That's what it is. So I'll eat the piece of cake, and I'll just stop when I feel about eighty percent full. So you might even eat only eat half the cake. That was really nice. I really enjoyed the experience of eating that. That was great. And then you stop, but then there's half the calories in that dish and you've got more enjoyment, I'd argue, because you've enjoyed it and you don't feel physically sick after eating too much food. And then, sorry, the other piece with eating slowly, this is such a big one for so many reasons. Number one is the research shows that after 20 minutes, your body will start to give you the hunger signals to tell you if you've had enough food. So most of us just eat too quick and then we never realize when we've had enough and we overeat at most meals and then our body tells us after that we're too full. Yeah. But number two is, again, it ties into, if I just slow down, it gives me the chance to think about what I'm eating and one go, like, oh, I'm probably not eating what I could be eating to match my goals here, or I'm probably eating too much of this, why I'm eating this. Just slowing down gives you a chance to be more mindful. And then the other piece is, the thing we both agreed was one of our favorite things about Christmas was the social side of it. So if we're going for a meal together, and I absolutely hammer through my meal in five minutes, head down, and I don't talk to you, like I'm not getting the social element that I said I enjoyed out of going out and having a meal for you. So if I just slow down, one, I'm going to make better choices. Two, I'm probably going to take in less food and um, help myself. Allow your body to know it's full. Know it's full. Uh, But three, we can actually have a chat and have a catch-up and enjoy our meal, and that becomes more of an experience than a meal. A a really good uh, example of that, the eating daily percent full, is Darren Clark. Uh, He obviously lost a huge amount of weight, the the golfer, um, lost a huge amount of weight a couple of years ago, and he's he's kept it off. He's a guy who talks about he loves his pints, um, he loves his treats, and I've heard two really good examples about Darren Clark. One was a club milk. He used to go play golf, and he would have three, four, five club milks in his bag, and he'd scoff them the whole way through the round. That's just what he did. But now what he talks about doing is he has a club milk in his bag, he eats half of it. He always will just he'll nibble away till he eats half of it. He'll wrap the other half up and he'll leave it in the bag. If he wants the other half, halfway through the round, he'll eat it. But more often than not, he throws it in the bin. So he eats that little bit slowly. He eats it for a half. He enjoys it. He goes, I like the chocolate. I like the biscuit. He gets to enjoy that little bit of a treat. It's something that he enjoys associating with when he's playing golf. Puts the other half in the bag. If he still wants it, he eats it. But he says the majority of the time he throws it in the bin. It gives him a chance to realize, look, I've enjoyed that little bit of club milk. That's a nice little, you know, that was enjoyable. It's not a treat. I've got it there if I want more of it but it doesn't really suit what I need, so I throw it in the bin. So he's not restricting himself. He's not, I can't have club milks, and then he wants some more. He, I can't yeah. have it, so he wants it more and wants it more. He's got it. The other half's there if he wants it. He can eat it at any time, but he's realized this probably isn't what I need to lose weight. That was one of the things he said was huge. And then the other thing was, he loves his pints. I think everyone knows that iconic Ryder Cup images of him slugging pints at the K-Club. Uh, a great man for down on a pint. Shout out to Darren Clark for that. But he talks about when he's out, he drinks maybe three or four pints of Guinness. 
he talked about having a pint of water uh, he talked about how it would slow him down and he'd enjoy his pint of Guinness he talked about uh, how he likes to take maybe 15 minutes or 20 minutes to drink a pint opposed to back in his Ryder Cup days when he was down on them in one go and how again that he enjoys his night more he probably drinks less uh, which helps him the next day and he's more present in, in his decision making process all the time they were two two really good things and everybody would agree like he lost a huge amount of weight if you look at him now he's he's kept it off for all the years nothing's bounced back on he's a guy who's in great shape now I think that really ties back to what we talked about last time with Brad's as well Brad's is exactly the same Brad's comes from a culture of rugby so every game you'd have a few pints after uh, one of his favorite things to do is go out and socialize with Gareth Logan Logie and Logie also is fond of a few pints so instead of he said uh, to keep his sanity he loves that so he can go out but now he just drinks less pints on a night out and eats better the next morning and look what it did for him yeah that's it it's amazing isn't it um that kind of probably links in as well to the mindless eating side of things like you're talking obviously about making better choices all the way through but something i know you always have online with your nutrition coaching with with all of our clients at the gym is thinking of food as an opportunity to nourish your body so not just thinking of it as a good food or a bad food. Like, why is it important for people to to view food in that way? Because I think with food, and you could apply this to exercise exactly the same way. I go on to maybe touch on that. But if you look at it, like you said, as I can't have this, I can't have that. Then you start seeing eating healthy as a negative thing. It's like, oh, I'm eating so clean, I'm doing this. But then it's like a negative thing. Whereas what a fantastic opportunity one we're blessed to have the resources to be able to have food some people in parts of the world don't have that yeah. resource to have food readily available so that's an opportunity we're blessed with that opportunity but two we know that eating better food will help us look feel and perform better so every time i eat is a fantastic opportunity to help me do it so now when i'm talking about this i'm getting excited about eating healthy as opposed to eating healthy being a thing that I have to do. Again, it goes back to what we talked about with Reese about the difference between getting to go to work or getting to go to train and having to go and train. So it, that that's why I talk about that as everything's an opportunity because it flips it on its head and it makes you excited to make better choices and you see all the benefits of making better choices instead of something you have to do. It's, it's that Tom Sawyer effect. It's exactly yeah. what we were talking about. It's... Uh... <laughs> like exactly. you get the opportunity to paint that fence loves it lashes a few extra coats on it but if people can think about it that way like we t- talked about it in when well, i was injured and there's probably a lot of people listening to this as well that are going i'm you know they're already probably dreading january when they're trying to change you know their eating habits but if they're looking right this is a really good opportunity over christmas to nourish my body with good food to enjoy myself at the same time so if i am having a treat it's an opportunity to enjoy the treat and then the next meal they have it's an opportunity to eat something that's probably more in line with my goals if, if we can keep thinking about it that way it's going to make people far more likely to stay consistent get them the goals that they want and it'll help it help them make the better choices all the time because they're in the right mind frame and i think as well you can tie that to exercise as well because exactly the same thing where certain people brand exercise is trying to burn off the calories and burn what you're doing to lose weight. Exercise definitely helps you lose weight, but in conjunction with eating better and making better choices. So instead of seeing, oh, I've got to go train to burn this off or got to go train, the negative thing, it's like this exercise and movement is an opportunity 
to feel better so you can move better it's an opportunity to be fitter and like we talk about our mission to help people become the strongest version themselves every time i come in the gym that's an opportunity for me to get stronger so instead of viewing exercise as something you have to do it's negative a stick to beat yourself with because you're doing it it's like it's fun i love coming in and training and I love the feeling after it. So just by the way you view it, it's, again, an op- exercise is an opportunity to become fitter, faster, and stronger. And that, that's why you pick things that you enjoy. Like if, yeah. you, if you're not a person who likes lifting weights, don't go lift weights. Find something you enjoy. If you're not a person that enjoys running, you don't have to follow a running program to get into shape. If you enjoy dancing, go dance more. You capoeira, try different things. If you love yoga, just do yoga every day. It doesn't have to be that one thing. It be one thing to every man. It doesn't have to be like that. Find what you enjoy. Do more of it. Do more what what you love, and it'll keep make you happier. Make you more likely to stick to it, and it'll get you to where you want to be. And just to touch on one of the points that we said there it was the lack of activity over Christmas, and it ties into the opportunity to move and enjoy ourselves. Home um, workouts. I'll touch on that now, but another side of that coin. So home workouts is one way to move more. So that's the exercise piece, but just general movement following Rich's recommendations. When he was here in the podcast, he recommended a book called by Katie Bowman called Move Your DNA. Yeah. Um, I went and got the audio book. So I'm currently listening to that audio book and I'm about half of the way through it. And what she talks about in the book is humans were designed to move so much more than we do so if you think of like a hunter-gatherer they're doing so much movement and it's not just in one intense block during the day it's spread out throughout the day day, loads of pieces loads of various different types of movement and what she's saying is exercise is only one part of the jigsaw and all what you do every day is going to dictate your posture how you move your muscle imbalances your cellular health your metabolism or um even like when you move the blood goes to the tissues so the blood brings nutrients but it also flushes away waste products yeah. so if you're sitting down and do, being really inactive over christmas and you're doing nothing now don't get me wrong there are going to be times that i'm going to do that and enjoy just watching netflix on the couch but just simple things like going for a walk, taking the dog for a walk, um, going for a little jog or even just like climbing the stairs every opportunity you get. Those things, the more you move during the day, that's going to really help you. And again, it's instead of seeing that as like a negative thing, I have to walk here. It's an opportunity to make yourself healthier and fitter and live a longer, healthier life. Yeah, and like th- th- so you've got those options of just getting out, moving, doing those things you like. And then obviously... If, if you're somebody who enjoys that like 20 minute or 30 minute prescribed time in your day to dedicate to the exercise because mm-hmm. there's different personalities some people they wouldn't necessarily view that as you know that's their exercise but they just like to move anyway throughout the yeah. day where some people would see going as a 25 minute walk that is their exercise and there's nothing wrong with that that's just different people at different stages of their journey but for people who like to you know actively go to the gym three four five times a week their gym might be closed or you know they, they might want to it could take half an hour to get to their gym they might want to do something at home so they get the opportunity to spend more time with friends and family um like home workouts can be a fantastic way to tie that in and they don't have to be complicated like no, the, the, sim- the simpler the better um they don't need equipment nope um you know it just keep it really simple um we we love home workouts we have good fun uh mixing them up big c uh, coach craig at the gym he has probably got the most famous home workout ever on instagram 
Broke the internet. Yeah, that one time, uh, the gas canister kettlebell swings. He did everything with a gas canister, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did them with a yellow gas canister in your back garden. <laughs> I remember it. Like, Fixie is my bro, by the way, in case anyone doesn't know. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> if <laughs> I'll put it up. I'll put it up put, on put, Instagram. Put, I'll put, get it up. And put, I'll put it in the show notes as well. It blew my mind. One, I was like, that is probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen and is also hilarious. So, yeah, shout out to Big C for showing that uh, where there's a will, there's a way, and the man can lift anything. Yeah, this is true. Uh, but it's like one of my kind of favorite, because people are, it's something that people really want to know what to do over Christmas. Like, just to hammer home, when it comes to the social occasions, enjoy them. Don't let them spill over. You know, be prepared to, to get back on track when it comes to drinks. Slow down. Uh, if you can, supplement, supplement them with water. Figure out what works for you. Same with overeating. Slow down. Realize what you're eating. Be mindful when you're eating. Uh, and then when it comes to that, like dipping the hand in the tin of roses, stay present. Stay in the room. Don't just keep digging in, digging in, digging in. And the tin of roses is gone before you know it. Have a couple of them enjoy them understand that there's an opportunity there if you want more there's an opportunity to nourish your body in a different way and that'll help you to make better choices but with the home workouts um everyone's kind of asking us around this time of year what should i do what do you like to do so for people who want an idea my favorite stuff to do is i like to tie in relative strength exercises with mobility um things like push-ups bodyweight squats lunges with some of the animal flow movements or some yoga movements so just an example would be maybe do 10 push-ups uh do 10 spider-man to windmills do that on the minute every minute for for 10 minutes and then i could do 10 squats uh with 10 lunges on the minute every minute so i'm getting a strength element that's going to give some some hypertrophy help to maybe build some muscle size or maintain throughout the christmas period it's going to get my heart rate high it'll have me feeling really really good and get the endorphins flowing and it's also an opportunity to allow me to move better just like Rudds is saying there yeah definitely and like for for myself i just I'm a big fan of keeping things simple. So I literally just pick five to six exercises, put the clock on the floor and do like 30 to 45 seconds on a round timer and do, you know, five to 10 rounds of that in a row, different movements, different patterns, just, and again, like pick what you can do. So like it might be squats, it might be burpees, it might be push-ups, it might be core exercise it doesn't really matter and pick what you feel like doing as well like what excites you what do you actually want to do on that day and uh, one thing that i'm going to bring in more this year to my own training is um i'm going to be doing a lot of animal flow workouts because you can do them on body weight and it's something i'm trying to get better at at the moment to become like rich because i'm inspired <laughs> and how many times are you going to plug rich throughout this probably for the rest of the podcast life i think so yeah so yeah no i'm going to be doing some animal flow stuff uh over the christmas period again because it requires no equipment i'm excited to do it it's something i want to get better at and i'm not even going to put too much of a structure on it i'm just going to pick five or six exercises do them for 30 seconds a few times through and then do a flow at the end keep it really simple so there's not too much mental energy you're putting into your workouts it's just going in and do what you feel like and enjoying it and getting getting a little bit of a challenge getting a little bit of a sweat going but the nice thing about that as well is you can with the animal flow stuff is you can see progress every time you go back and do it like are you getting a little bit better at the movements does it feel easier to get into certain positions and that's a really good indicator in a way that your body is starting to move a little bit better and 
you know you're able to reach into positions you weren't able to get into before so i find the animal flow stuff is a really nice opportunity to kind of test your body within a session as well to see what you're capable of definitely you see a movement come on um and then you see it carry over to different stuff like for instance uh last week brad's uh who was on the podcast someone got jealous and slashed his tires uh so he was had a flat tire but just simple things like we were trying to get it off and it was an absolute nightmare but like maybe two or three years ago i would have really struggled to get into like that really really <laughs> deep squat position and trying to pull the wheel off whereas i was in a tight pair of jeans uh and i was able to get down there and the only thing that was restricting me wasn't my body anymore it was uh being scared of ripping the backside yeah. out of my jeans so yeah. like th- that's a a really good thing like you're saying to be able to see progress doing that movement training you can kind of see jesus i can actually get into positions here in my everyday life that i couldn't get into two years ago or at least two years ago it was a lot harder to get down there i Although, didn't get the wheel off though and you need a new pair of jeans yeah so apart from going shopping for new clothes uh in january it's an opportunity for people we people set goals with with kind of specific regard to their fitness um have you got any really specific goals in mind for next year Ruts, that you want to try and achieve three off the top of my head now um and i'll formalize more over that two week period but three stand out to me one is to be able to do an unassisted handstand um how much do you weigh I currently weigh 108 to 110, depending on the day. Um, need some strong wrists for that. You want to keep working on wrist strength. Wrist strength, shoulder mobility. So um, working with Carmen and Ryan on that and starting to get better at that. So come this time next year, I'll be banging out a handstand. Uh, and then working with Aoife on my Olympic lifting, we did a little bit of uh, testing there um, last week. And I got the chance to kind of test out nine, ten months of work and see how where I'm at and managed to get a clean and jerk of 100. So my target is to get to 120 by this time next year. And uh, the snatch got 62, so target is to get 70. The reason I'm being a little bit more reserved on my snatch is uh, that's the one that challenges my body and my shoulder mobility a little bit more. So... Uh, that one I'd probably be even more proud of than the clean and jerk because it doesn't uh, necessarily come natural. So yeah, that they're my three goals at the moment. Awesome. And you, Ro, what um, are your plans? Well, I, your I, it's kind of like to set sports specific goals usually. So with golf, I'll be working on my handicap. Um, so just trying to keep getting cut. Want to get down to four point five for next year. Um, yeah, no, it'll be nice. Uh, I'd like to think I could maybe go lower, but I'll, I'll set that for a start and see how we go. Um, when it comes to, to rugby, obviously team-based sport, uh, I've got clear goals and just winning the league. That's what I want to do. Towns Cup, uh, they're big priorities. They're harder, obviously. I can only control what I do as part of the team on that, but I just keep trying to take my weekly actions to be training, bringing energy at training every week and trying to help the team improve. But they're the two things I want to do at rugby. And then with fitness, um, 30 chin-ups, uh, and I want to be able to bench 140. Uh, I'd be pretty happy if I could bench 140 at about 78, 79 kgs. Uh, and then the last one is, I have don't think I've ever told anyone this possibly except you, I'm going to say it near and it'll make me have to do it, is I want to run a marathon. Uh, this is something I have had no interest in whatsoever, ever in my life. Uh, people have asked me, would you not try it? Would you not say it's not? No interest until about four or five weeks ago, one of our members, uh, Reiner, um, he won Trainer of the Month a few months back and he was telling me he's running 12 marathons next year. He's going to run one a month in different countries all over the world. And I was like, 
wow that's such an amazing way to see the world such an amazing way to see different cities and obviously apart from the physical challenge of it it's it's an amazing thing to have to look forward to that you're going to run around this city for three four hours five hours six hours however long it takes me but what an amazing opportunity to improve yourself improve your mental capacity by going doing it and challenge your body so he literally people have asked me for years do i want to do one and just when he had that conversation with him for five minutes i was completely inspired by him so uh, i'm hoping to run a marathon before i get married next year and when the rugby season finishes i'm hoping to do it in may uh in prague um so it's all on on air now. I'm gonna to have to go and do Fantastic. it. So thank you, Reiner, for uh, for suggesting that. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping to get it done, uh, depending on obviously wedding plans and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's that's a big plan. That's very exciting. Yeah, it should be. Okay, so that time of the episode, we're on to the fitness forfeit. Uh, for the fitness forfeit this week, we have a very special guest, uh, Mike South, aka Hot G. How are you doing, Mike? All good, yeah. Yeah, great to have you on the podcast. Uh, Mike, for people listening that don't know much about you, why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself? Um, well, I joined the team here in FS in May 2013. First, uh, our first employee. First employee, yeah. Um, I came in as the manager of the gym. Uh, since then, I've kind of developed. Do you want to tell people role. how you got involved? What happened? What made you get involved in the gym? What you wrote, you wrote a blog on this recently, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Um, I was in a job which I don't won't. name. Don't name the company. No, no, I won't name anyone. Uh, which I wasn't really happy in, I suppose. I was just doing it to pay the bills and took a bit of a leap of faith once Rory contacted me one day, asked me would I be interested. Took a risk here and there, but I think it's paid off uh, in the end and I was happy I did what I did back then. Yeah, no, well, look, it's one of those things we live together and, like, you were so invested in... uh, when I was coming, I remember I was coming home every day, like coming back myself and Rudsby in working on it. There was tough days. Yeah, there were some tough <laughs> days, but like you helped us out knocking walls, painting the place, all that kind of stuff. But I remember coming home one day after we'd been open a couple couple of weeks, maybe, and like you knew I was knackered and you were actually kind of wait, like not waiting up. I don't want to make that sound like it is, but you were yeah. still up. It was probably half 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, what are you doing up? Because you, you always go to bed early, looking after your skin, trying to get good, you have a good get routine before you go to sleep. Yeah. But uh, you're like, I was waiting up to chat to you. Well, how you got on because we yeah, had a few like, big things on just, that week I was just keen I was interested uh, like it was exciting you were in there 14-15 hours a day coming home absolutely destroyed in pain everything else closed battered yeah um, and I was just keen I really wanted to see what was going on it was it was an exciting time yeah and you took that leap of faith your uh, job description I remember your your first ever <laughs> contract and job description with joining the team was the broadest thing there was a lot going on when I was writing it I was like I could want this guy to do anything at any point so i need to make this job description the most general it's kind of vague thing ever uh, still i think that job description still stands really it's yeah, just no, I, I and, so. and everything and, and as it just shows podcast mc for moderator. the fitness forfeit moderator <laughs> moderator for the forfeit all right perfect so uh obviously we're talking on the episode mikey about uh workouts over christmas yeah. uh any particular workouts that you like to smash over christmas so what i usually do to myself at christmas is i do go out and do yourself. a bit of r- running which i despise Okay. I don't like getting out on the road and running. I okay. just really, really dislike and why it. why do so. you do that at Christmas then? Because uh, I actually like running in fresh air when it's a bit colder. So uh, you don't like running, but you do it when it's freezing cold. When it's freezing cold, it's yeah. sadistic. I know that's an odd one, but yeah. I do enjoy it at this time of the year. Okay. Um, so myself and my brother would generally get out probably for two runs over the Christmas. We'd try fit one in maybe Christmas Eve, and then about tw- the morning of the 26th, we'll yeah. get another one in, try to cover probably 6K, 7K on each run. And you do we do any gym sessions then when you're what, uh, what, what do you do for Christmas? You going home? Going home on the twenty third after our staff party. 
have to stay around for that. Down to Limerick. Down to Limerick on lunchtime on the 23rd. Meet up with a few of the lads on the 23rd. Get up to 24th, do a bit of running. Do nothing Christmas Day apart yeah. from eat. 26th, another run. And then the gym's reopened then. So that's when I kind of get back inside and uh, try to get a few gym sessions in between the 27th and the 1st. Perfect, yeah, brilliant. Yep. Uh, right, Rods, that's enough about Mikey. Uh, <laughs> this week's fitness forfeit, what is it? Well, we've got... Um, big shout out to Neil and Connor who've recently become qualified uh, personal trainers and Neil was in charge of the takeover on Friday and he went above and beyond himself and Connor and he came in with a Santa's sack of presents and he offered, he's a sick man he offered me up <laughs> one and I was like oh this is great you're just brilliant you're passing Neil. on your challenge you're, no no no, no. Okay. oh you're, you're, thank you're, god he's yeah. not passing on his challenge well, maybe let, let's just let me finish so I said, <laughs> Neil Neil, uh, that, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. He hands me it. I unwrap it, and it's a book about torture. It's like, eh, okay. And then I look. He's like, no, there's a card there. And I read the card, and it's 50 calories on the assault bike. <laughs> one minute rest. That's old man. That Time, is the minute rest is the worst thing on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be 150 and times by three. So what I'm thinking is I'm going to propose that as the challenge if... I get it, then I've got to do six. And oh, if not, then God. someone's got to do it with me. So basically, I'm trying to drag people down with me. Dragging them down. You're yeah, a crab, crab in a pot. That's yeah, what you are. Crab, call so me Mr. Crab. Before the challenge this week, it's me versus Rudds. People have been uh, thrown into us on Instagram that they, they're sick of us kind of being tied in together. They want a head to head Rudds. So, so what happens? So if you win, I've got to do it with you. Yeah. But if I win, you do you've double. got to do double. I've got to double so just down. Just to clarify, just to clarify. That's six 50 calorie yeah. sprints. Yeah. Sprints. I'm doing a yeah. big inverted commas. So sprint slash slogs. Slogs. One with, sprint and then five slogs. With only a minute rest in between. Day. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, uh, yeah. I really I'm hope I win. So, so that's why we brought Mikey in for the questions. Mike, by the way, is an encyclopedia of knowledge in nearly all sports, all particularly sports. rugby, GAA, yeah. uh, Anything to do with fitness, really. So you can expect a couple of questions along those lines. Okay, right, Mike, to t- tell, us, tell us what it's about. Tell us what the quiz is this week. So the way the quiz is going to work this week, it's a bit of everything. It's a bit of sport, a bit of general knowledge, some stats in there as well. Stats, I um, Some close to home questions as well. Okay, all we'll right. We'll get to okay. that in a minute. It yep. is negative marking. I want you to shout your name. Oh, God. To answer the question. Whoever gets there first. Guess to jump in. Can I just? I wish we had a camera on this. Rudds has gone so serious. He's literally staring <laughs> at the floor. He does not. Man, how bad is six of those going to be for Rudds? All right, let's do it. Okay, Jim. we'll start from the start. In a recent, recent world record attempt by Adam Sandel from Massachusetts oh. in the USA, he attempted max overhand pull-ups in one minute. He, be- he didn't beat me, did he? How many did he get? Rory. Uh, like, have I got like just, a... On this, yeah. I will allow both of you to answer. Closest to it. Closest to it, okay, that's fine. Closest to it. Uh, how many overhand chin-ups? Oh, dear God. Uh, 205. Oh, sorry, in a minute. In a minute. Okay, I didn't... so hang on now. Did you say a minute at the start yeah, of that? Yeah, I did. Oh! oh. The the no, 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 come on, come on. Rhodes, just come on. In, in just okay, I'm so okay, excited about go, go Okay, right, in a minute. Uh, 73. Rhodes. 74. Oh, that's Ricky. One so. point to Rory. Oh, yes! 51. 50. I could, I could do that. <laughs> so Have I not done that? I've probably done that at some point. I, I think I saw you do that the other yeah, day. I think I did that last We're, Thursday. Question Get two. Guinness lads in. Right, one nil, big fella. Who has more Instagram followers? Craig 
or Aoife. Mads! Oh! Aoife. One all. Oh, I thought that was going to be Big C. I'm glad I didn't get that. Craig has 688. Aoife has 1,070. Okay. Large following. Yeah, well done Aoife. Question three. Question three. We're moving fast here. This is good. The Ospreys, rugby team. This is unfair. This is Rudd's old team. And Swansea City, the Premiership football team. Rory! Yeah, don't even need to hear the rest of the question. The Liberty Stadium. <laughs> 2 1. Yes, Rory. big fella! Unreal! Just puts it out there. 2 1. Is that because you look like. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Come on. My old man always says oh, you look like him. Big Jarrow always says oh, I look Mike like Reese Webb. No, not Mike Phillips. Reese Webb. Reese Webb, apparently. Yeah, bigger yeah, arms. I don't apparently. see it. Yeah. Okay, next question. As you know, I'm a huge Monster Rugby fan. I'm also from Limerick. Makes me sick. But what I want to know is how many counties are there in Munster? Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> think. Uh, Rats. Oh, who got energy? Rats. I think Seven. Oh, please be quiet. <laughs> oh, I don't, you, you answer. I don't have to answer. The answer is six. Yeah! Uh, so let me get that straight yep. Rudd's- Big fella two Rod zero Okay oh, Right that's That's four done Okay alright We move on Next question Question five Rod's <laughs> Come on Big fella close it I'm a closer How many times Has Arnold Schwarzenegger Oh god Won oh. The bodybuilding contest Rod's You don't know which one I assume he's going to say Mr. Olympia Six times would you like me to finish the question? No, he answered. He's. I'll tell you what, I'll give him a pass. Because no, no, I got I've been a... back in my answer six times. Six times, he's Don't back in his The answer is seven. Oh. Mr. Olympia. Mr. Olympia. He won his first title at the age of 20. Well done, Ernie. Fair play. How many questions are left? That's five. We've two to go. Two to go. Okay, so unless I get both of these wrong with negative mark and Rudd's is cooked. Okay. Uh, well, cooked anyway. So, well... <laughs> You could get them right oh, If they're yeah. passed over Right my okay, last we'll, just we'll continue with two more questions I'll just get this done And then we'll close Okay so On May 18th 2017 Rory Me Posted a, a picture Of Cahill Cosgrove A.K.A. Hot Soup Hot Soup On his Instagram page But what I want to know Is what is Hot Soup Holding in each hand Oh dear God they're both itching to say your names. Oh, uh, Rory. Dumbbells? Incorrect. Oh. Give it to Rhodes if he wants I it. Need this. Soup. He does need this. Hot soup. Mace. Mace. Got to press you for time here, Rhodes. Okay. Rhodes, money. Incorrect. <laughs> He's holding soup ladles. So, May 2017, a.k.a. Hot Soup finished his exams in college oh. and Rory bought Cahill for oh I brought him for a few pints when he finished he's got college. a point to get us in each hand to get us in each hand alright so just make it official G who is the winner of this week's fitness for fit Rory what does Rudds have to do oh I don't even want to say it, it say it say it for people at home listening if you're in your calories. car pull over you might get sick on the assault bike 50 calories one minute off Ooh. times six six efforts you need that, Rudds, because over Christmas yeah. you're probably going to be ploughing a lot of turkey and ham into anyway, so... 
I can't out train your diet, but I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> you gonna, might let me know when you're doing that runs. I'd I, like to be present. I, I, I'm <laughs> It'll gonna, take him a week, so just could pop into the gym I'm anytime. Gonna, I'm gonna test my physical and mental capacity. Yeah, right. Listen, Mikey, thanks so much for no joining problem, us. Uh, you've been a blast to have on the podcast. Cheers, enjoy, enjoy your Christmas, big guy. Thanks, Mike. So just to wrap up, guys, we've shared our goals with you. We'd love it if you shared your goals with us on social media. Let us know what you're going to achieve in the new year and help each other become the strongest version of ourselves. And just a quick note for me, I want to wish everyone a very happy Christmas. Enjoy the break. Get to spend some time with friends and family. Have a lot of laughs. And thanks for tuning in to the podcast. We've had a lot of fun shooting the first few episodes in 2017. We're already excited for what we're going to do with the podcast and the gym in 2018. If you have any feedback for us, please do send it in. It helps us to make the show better. If you like what you're listening, leave us a review on iTunes uh, and just help keep spreading the good word about the For Fit's Sake podcast. Happy Christmas, everyone. Thank you.